It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Coming, coming from from the wilds of. Are you? You're now we're near wilds. Are you? Are you in the the urban, the urban, um, no place or the <laughs> wilds of? I mean, that's all there are. There, that's the only choices. There's the the urban, the urban bustle. Are you coming from the urban bustle or or the no. tranquil? Um, 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 country, plus, yeah, yeah. No, we're All in right, suburbia. So, hey, everybody, Car- Carol's here from suburbia in the Pennsylvania. Uh, that's the longest fucking 47 minute intro. What the hell's <laughs> going on, Jeff? Um, hey, <laughs> Carol, we're gonna we're gonna talk about independence because but because we've got a little bit of independence on this podcast, uh, we're gonna talk about something else first. I was just reading in the news while I was waiting for for our start time a a article an article titled a dish of brain cells figured out how to play pong in five minutes. Wow. A dish of brain cells. So, you know, pong, right. You're, you're yes. a young slip of a lass, but uh, you're old enough Not to that know pong, young. right. Yes, you know, pong. I, okay. Familiar. So pong. Um, so, so the, 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 the dish of brain cells have a name. They're called dish brain. And apparently they're a collection of, of mouse and human neurons grown from uh, stem cells in a in a dish that apparently the dish they live in has uh, microelectrodes on it, so that they can provide them stimulation, so they can kind of be hooked up to the the computer. And about eight hundred thousand of them um, have have been learning how to play pong. Well, what a spectacular use of time! First of all, and and. <laughs> And so there's there's video of of the brain cells playing pong. You don't see the brain cells; you just see the the pong. And, and in this minute and five second clip, they're they're kind of not so good and almost missing at the beginning. But over over the course of the minute, they're they're getting more uh, more effective at at ponging the little. Is that ponging? Really? Are you pong? Are you pong the thing when you hit Do it, you or is that? Pong? Well, I guess technically it's a volley. Yeah, but. Maybe it could. Is it a pong? I don't. Is know. it a pong when you hit it, or it's not a no. ping? They didn't name the game ping. No, I know about pong, but I'm not like super familiar with pong. So was pong one of those games that would like kind of correct itself depending on like how good or bad you were? 
Well, it depends on if you're playing against the uh, the machine because you're basically just hitting the little dot back and right. forth. Right. So if you're playing yeah. against the machine, did it like slow down for the brain cells and like no one watching realized that they weren't getting smarter, that the Pong was just adjusting itself? No, I I think they programmed a version of Pong for this, but but no, oh, okay. the 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 Pong is they're just bouncing it around, and uh, and so they figured this out. They're going to experiment with that for a little while, and then you know what the next thing they're going to do with the the brain cells in the dish with dish brain and pong what they're going to get them drunk they're going to oh, try to get no. them drunk to see if they if if uh the the alcohol has an effect on on the dish of of of, of, of uh <laughs> has, has an impact on on dish brain like for a second i was like well of course it will but then i'm like what if it doesn't yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you got to find out, but I mean, they're assuming it's going to have mm -hmm. the same effect it would on humans, but they don't know. So Are they going to move on then to edibles and things like that, just to see uh, what? That well, one. I mean, it it sounds like just a silly thing, but what they they figure they're going to be able to do with this is they're going to be able to uh, to to actually test the reaction of drugs and everything on on the way the brain responds to things with with dish brain. So there's actually actually That's good sciencey, good for human stuff that they can lead to from playing pong but you know we're living in a world where there are infants and toddlers and preschoolers running around who have existed not much longer than dish brain have and, dish brain, and they're, yeah. they're growing up in a dish brain world and uh you know it's taken me 53 years to get to dish brain world and uh and our job is to prepare kids for a world where where dish brain exists when when we most of us walking around as adults barely understand the idea of, of dish brain because um, this is I'm like a news alert. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's a worksheet somewhere that they're working on right now. Yeah. Yeah. To... So we got to be kind of thoughtful about the, the world we're creating for these little humans. And, dish brains uh, and... and... <laughs> <laughs> prepare wow. them for this. Uh, check it out. It, it's uh, it's uh, sciencealert.com people. If you're looking for, uh, for the dish brain information you could probably search dish brain and find it too nobody just fucking cares about dish brain do they they might i just saw uh, something in the same vein but not the same apparently there's some guy who was an artist and he drew his self-portrait like he did this thing where he would take a certain drug and then draw his self-portrait so mm -hmm. you got to see like what his like version of self looked like on like all of these all different, the different drugs, drugs. Huh. it was pretty wild that's pretty sciencey yeah. and druggy. Good for him. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if this is genius or or what this is, <laughs> or some, but or something okay. completely different. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna get into independence, but just a minute, I gotta ask you another question, Carol. Um, okay. talk to uh, talk to Sam and Rebecca the other night. We uh, at the beginning of the show, uh, that probably is the one that came before this one, but who knows how I'm gonna put them out there into the world. Uh, recorded with uh, Samantha and Rebecca a couple nights ago, and we got into I thought it was gonna be a short, but it was like a 12 15 minute discussion on uh, on sand footprints. I've, I've got I, I realized that I don't like stepping in other people's footprints in the sands uh, in the sand when I'm walking. Uh, uh, any thoughts on stepping in other people's footprints? I prefer it because I feel like the sand is like packed down. And for some reason, it's usually a little cooler right there. Ah, like that's, the a, take we, that's mm -hmm. a take we didn't, we didn't hear. Okay. Um, I think that's just icky, but okay. You're, you're free yeah. to do that. So um, you're an Enneagram four. I know it. I'm going to get you to take that test. I'm a who the what? 
Oh yeah, it's a personality test, an Enneagram. I bet you're yeah. a four. Yeah, I'm, I'm possibly an eight though, but we'll get you to take it. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, if, I don't mind other people's if, footprint. Sure. If four and if four and eight means that it's a bullshit personality test, I'll I'll be either one of them. Hey, there is a oh fuck. Um listeners, this just in a little a little almost transparent spider was just spidering down from my webcam no. and i just squished him um, good he looked he looked a little bit evil um say uh uh, uh, uh carol let's talk independence let's talk independence. We, so so where did you sent me this as a topic idea where did it come up with in your in your little uh your your new play play adventure play what are we calling yeah, it my my i i think i'm just calling it a preschool meetup i think that's just what i settled upon <laughs> bring Sweet. a parent don't bring a parent see if i care and, and you had your first day and, and you, yeah. you were, you had some thoughts about independence. Yeah. I thought, you know, I was like watching everyone. Now I should say first and foremost that I did select what parents were coming. Sure. So um, obviously this is going to look very different if you have parents from different kinds of beliefs or philosophies like coming in. But I thought it was interesting for me just to watch how in the beginning, like when the kids are still like nervous and trying to figure out what's going on, like the parents, like we're pretty much the same. And I had that moment of thinking, oh no, I've always wanted parents involved, but are they going to like hover the whole time, even though they know they don't want to, or are they going to default to that? But I mean, we only get together for like two and a half hours. And by the end, mm -hmm. the parents were already starting to kind of pull back a little bit. Like the moms were like relaxing and then the kids were relaxing. So it was like, you know, everybody, I've heard so many people say, well, you, you can't have parents in the program because they just cause problems. You know, they, they, they're kind of like micromanage their kids. They've got to be on mm -hmm. top of everybody. And I thought it was really nice to actually watch the moms like talking to the other kids other than their kids. And it was just like a very, it was a very cool vibe to watch them let their kids have their own independence. And even though they're talking to another kid. And I think the thought is if you let parents in that the kids won't learn how to be independent at all. And I had mm -hmm. that split second panic moment of, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> like, yeah, sure. I can't kick them out now. Like, what do I do? But <laughs> <laughs> we're stuck no, 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 here you have to leave. Another, I'm sorry. We're yeah. stuck here for at least another two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> no, like just the parents, like leave the kids here. You guys get out. Make sure no and, one runs it. And, and the because street. it's your home, you don't have like a fire alarm on the wall that you can pull right. or anything. You'd you'd literally have to start a fire if you wanted to get rid of everybody. And that's that's no yeah. good. That's not, you know, and it can't be in the kitchen because then the whole kitchen has to be on fire for that alarm to go off. It's a whole yeah. thing. It's yeah. a whole thing. It, yeah, so you'd have to put up with it. So were that 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 first couple minutes, what were they like? Were they kind of unsure or had you had you talked to them about this before ahead of time or yeah, we, I talked, I said, you know, it's really like an open thing. Mm -hmm. I said, it's as much like a program I would want to run that I can run in my house. Because let me tell you, a bigger open space with open sight lines makes a big difference, friends. And my house is like U-shaped kind of, and I can't see around corners. So but I said, you know, it's like open. I'm just going to have things out. I said, some things will always be the same. Some things will be different. I said, but I made it very clear that I was not expecting them to do this, that, or the other with whatever's out. It was purely for them to explore and get to know each other and, you know, decide what they're doing. So first of all, this is an odd concept for a lot of people. Sure. You know, it's like, what, 
okay, like, well, what do you want them to do? Or, you know, afraid that they're going to make too much of a mess. And I'm like, you know, no, honestly, I expected the mess. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get it eventually. Um, like mainly the rice and the sensory table because that's just too much fun. But, <laughs> yeah. but they were, um, it was just interesting. Like everybody, including myself, was trying to find our bearings because it's something mm-hmm. none of us have done before. Yeah. And they're like, okay, okay. And I think like just within that first two and a half hours, we like started to find like, okay, oh, this is what we're doing they're just doing and we're just following and it's like yeah and then I just would laugh because I would see like some of the moms be talking to one kid in one room and their kids in another room and it was just it turned out to be like that nice community feel that you just don't get anymore because you go where you're told and you do what you're told and that's the end of it listeners looking for a spider update there was just a second spider I was watching you like please god don't let that be a spider again that spider comes on camera uh I apparently my my webcam is in, infested with spiders. Um, oh, it's I Halloween hope we can make theme. it through this episode. Yeah, apparently <laughs> my 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 webcam has been decorating for Halloween. So I've had a couple of these experiences along these lines, and and I think that that first little bit, I think parents are they're kind of a little bit worried because they they're kind of looking at you as the as the leader and thinking that they need to be doing parenting. Yes. Um, and, and it, 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 so it's hard to let go of that in the, in the past, I used to do these, we, we called them, uh, these just play events. And I would show up with a, a, the back of a SUV or a trailer full of, full of sensory stuff. And like, like, like wading pool size things of, of, uh, of, of slimy glop and the, uh, the water beads and, and all this kind of different stuff. There was just a third, sp- um, Okay, well, there's more spiders. Um, apparently, <laughs> spiders were born in my webcam in the last 20 minutes, and um, and and so it'd be and we we it'd be like school gymnasium size with all of this kind of stuff set up, and usually this were these were done in in connection with uh, with presentations I'd been doing for for parents or for groups of caregivers, and and so uh, the whole thing was invite families to show up with their kids and just and just play, and we would instruct the parents ahead of time just stand back there is there is virtually nothing that they're not allowed to do with this stuff we just want them to be creative and have fun and and you know we we don't want death or violence but other than other than that they can Preferably they can do death, their thing yeah. and it was it was so fun watching people give themselves permission to relax and give their kids a little bit of that independence to to go off and explore by their by themselves or or use materials in maybe non-traditional ways and that kind of thing because for for a lot of parents I think there's there's a social need for them to to be in control and manage those things. You don't hey, don't want Tiffany getting a little bit too creative, that kind yeah, of thing. And so forbid. being able to to pull back and and let go of the 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 social standards that are surrounding some of that a little bit is part of it I think yeah and I think it's I noticed it was kind of funny to watch too and I'll have to talk to them because maybe they'll have seen it differently but to the parenting thing like coming from a pre-k setting and I I did kind of have my you know educator hat on you know when they were here because I knew like well you're coming to me so you're expecting something and it was like when kids would be having like a hard time, like I'm so used to being really the only adult in the room 
to like get down and work through it. But when you're there with other parents, it, it became kind of like uh, the lines got skewed. So like, I don't want to overstep a parent, you know what I mean? To address yeah. a kid, like having a like, and coach them through it. But I would also like to possibly show them other ways to do it. So that I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, you know, I, I have one little guy who he gets dropped off and you know, it's just him. So he's like a clear, like, oh, okay, I could work with him, but he's very quiet. So he needs very little of that, <laughs> little mm-hmm. of that. Uh, mainly with him, it was just that you can tell, like letting him know, you can tell somebody no, that you don't like what they're doing. I'm like, but tell them what you don't like. Don't just yell no, because then they might not know what you don't like. But when, you know, when a kid is having a meltdown and their mom is right there, it becomes like, I don't really want to overstep. But then I was noticing since the moms are um, familiar with my philosophy of, you know, we, we let them be and we don't make them act a certain way or whatever. And a mm. lot of them are like philosophies, but then I could see them. They were almost like hesitant to say something to their kids. They're like, okay, so should we not say anything when he's hitting yeah, the other they're kid? Worried the you're gonna, you're gonna, they're worried you're going to judge them if they say the wrong thing. Right. And I was like, no, you could walk them through. It was like, so I think that was the trickiest dynamic for me. And I was like, oh, it's kind of weird that like you're in that social spot where you don't want to let your kids just do whatever. And you feel like the need to like coach them and direct them and make them do this and act a certain way and whatever. But then you're also like getting used to this new philosophy and you have that feeling of, well, do I just let them do absolutely whatever then? Like when, when is it time for me to step in? Mm-hmm. And then there's me like, well, I don't want to step in and overstep your parenting, but they're not sure if they want to step in, like overstep my whatever. So that has to be figured out a little bit. See, I need a parent handbook, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So what? Hey, listeners, <laughs> I'm still obsessed with parent handbooks. If you have one and you want to send it to me, I'd appreciate it. I had what? three or four of them sent to me so far. Uh, and I appreciate that, but I know we've got more than three or four listeners. Um, and I know those three or four listeners work in more than three or four programs. So I, I'm just saying, I don't have all the, the parent handbooks I could. Um, so hit me up, hook me up, uh, listeners. Um, so, so maybe you need to have that talk with those parents about, where where those lines are and, and where do you think i mean it's your house your program where do you think those lines of of stepping in should be i honestly think the next i think the next time they come i'm just going to kind of talk to them each in turn mm-hmm. like just have a talk like listen you know if they're having a hard time or they're you know do you mind me stepping in or like this is kind of how i usually go about handling that is that okay with you or would you rather handle that like yeah. I want to give them permission that they can hand it over to me. But being a parent, I mean, my hackles tend to go up if somebody thinks they're going to parent my child. You know what I mean? Because that. Yeah, you usually, get you get all mama bear. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 you don't like and I don't. And this is supposed to be a place where everybody feels comfortable. So I think really imagine this. It's going to come down to I think I just have to communicate more. Clearly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, yes, I get that you guys are coming here because I'm the one putting on the program, but they are very much a part of the program. And I think that's something that parents aren't used to being anymore is a part of the process. Mm -hmm. 
it's either just them or just the teacher and there hasn't been any in between for a very long time so i guess i'm trying to recultivate that kind of scenario yeah yeah because i mean part of the way kids learn to be good at being independent is to practice being being independent and that 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 requires that you have those situations where you make good choices but also have those situations where where you fuck things up and make bad choices because those are those are both both learning moments and and when we as, when we as the adults step in too soon to try to solve things we often take away the opportunity for both of those things for the for the big successes and the big failures and 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 those are those are actually the things that 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 lead to the actual learning and so being able to to hold back and and not rush in in those situations is a is a big piece of this i think That's, right and it's like and, and knowing think, that line is a hard it's a hard thing to do and i it's just and it really has to me i have to be more comfortable and they have to be more comfortable with me because then i could say you know just let them go for a second we'll see what happens because yeah. it's like they they want their kids to be independent. Again, I'm sure. mostly the group is mostly homeschoolers. Mm -hmm. So we tend to have a bigger understanding of the need for kids to actually be independent, not like it goes beyond well they should be able to read independently. Like no, we actually want them to be independent. So I think it's nice that I'm with a group that wants that for their kids. You know, it's just I think it's funny that as adults, we're the ones that have to do the biggest learning here about Yeah went to step back and went because the kids on their own are they're you know pretty perfect the way they live their lives like they test their boundaries when they can they back off when they can they explore and they figure it out and yeah and, and i like that idea of let's let's let this go and see what happens and because you know give it another 10 seconds yeah and then give it another 10 seconds after that before stepping in because the the truth is any one of that group of mon no dads no dads uh, one dad does the drop off. Okay. Well, any one of that group of moms can uh, can reach into her arsenal and pull out the mother voice, and and pretty much freeze that whole group of kids in their tracks in a moment, can't they? I mean, if it came to that, if something really had to be stopped in a moment. Yeah, they're such nice ladies, though. Like, I'm like <laughs> they, they, don't have, have they don't have mom, the mom, they don't have mom like, voice. We all know I have the. I've met moms who do not have the mom voice. Really. Yeah. And then there's that there's that whole thing, too, where, you know, they always say, like, oh, dads have the scariest voices, you know, like when a dad says something. Yeah, it's... dad voice is serious, but my I husband, always... they don't even register him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, see, once they it was always, him... mom voice was a scary one for me, but. Oh, us too. Well, no, in my house, dad voice was the louder one. Yeah, I don't know if it was scary, loud. but the one I when I listened to. Yeah. Yeah. But the mom voice. Yeah. Well, and I, then you get that. I've been told that I have the teacher voice too. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, at some same. point it like skips from mom. It's like another, Is that... <laughs> you know, I'm like, so what are we saying about me? Are you guys just saying I'm mean? Is that what, is that what we're saying? Yes. Mo yes. Mother. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it comes down to it's a clear boundary. I think it's just a clearer. I'm done with this now. Like, yeah. You've put yeah, me as far as you can. And then in those moments where you feel that you need to, to step in and, and so the, the, 
the problem there is how much because a lot of times adults tend to rush in and try to solve the whole problem and solve the whole problem yeah and i when, think when what we should probably do is is kind of inch our way in with something like everybody cool here or or some you know just kind of kind of dip a toe into the situation to see if they if they actually need need us right do but they that, actually that's, need us? that's really difficult to do as well I, I think we're programmed, like, especially as parents, like, well, you're supposed to fix it. You know, you're supposed to yeah. make it perfect. And I'm like, yeah. but that doesn't, then they can't, then how are they supposed to fix it when they're parents? Cause they never learned how to fix it. Mm-hmm. So, which is why we probably suck at fixing it in all actuality <laughs> when we think about it. But like, for me, it's always like an observation with a kid. Like, oh, I'm, I'm noticing that when you did that, his, his face is doing this, you know? And then it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we kind of go from there because I know a lot of it is, you know, like we don't hit our friends and things like that. And yes, you have to make that boundary. I agree. But just setting the boundary is not really going to help the other kid because eventually he's just going to break your boundary because he doesn't know why it's there in the first place. Hey, Justin, I noticed that you just uh, jabbed the scissors through the uh, back of uh, back of uh, Billy's hand. <laughs> Do you see that blood? <laughs> how do you think he feels about that? Now see he's hitting screaming. The, see, see how that blood is hitting the ceiling? <laughs> I know it's Halloween. But yeah. Yeah. I can see how things could be horribly wrong. Maybe we could, in, in those moments, maybe we're a little bit more stepping in yeah, is, a, is a good idea. Pro- probably. There's a time and a place, but I think people hit the panic button way too early though. Yeah. Yeah. Um and so I, 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 I think we need to come back and, and check in on this one um, as, as you have more days with these, these families and, and see how it unfolds and see how, how things move ahead. Uh, but since we're talking about independence, I, I got to ask, last time uh, uh, we did a, a block of recording, uh, there was some discussion about the girls taking the shopping list from you in the store and going <laughs> off and doing the shopping. Have you, uh, have you let them go off and do the whole, whole shopping uh, endeavor all by themselves where you sat and sipped a coffee? I have not yet. Now my husband is behind this 110%. He thinks I should just do it. Why not? Uh, I'm still not. I'm not there yet. <laughs> could, you, could you send him to the store with them to sit and drink a cup of coffee while the girls did the shopping? He would probably do it. Probably. But could you, could you allow that to happen? Listeners, the face Carol is she's she's got she's got a serious thinking face on. Like I do, I want to be like, yeah, I could let go of that, but no. If I'm being honest, no. Now, if I'm being honest, if he, this is how most things happen. I have a very mm-hmm. hard time letting go of things. Like I, I'm not. I wouldn't call myself a helicopter parent, mm-hmm. but 100 percent will qualify as a nervous parent. How most of my children's independence has happened over the years is. I leave the home on occasion without anyone else with me. And things happen in my home, like going for longer walks with friends and no adult for my older daughter. And these things are happening and I am unaware for a while. So then the kids think that this is just a thing that they can do. And then when I'm home, they'll ask me if they could do it. And mm-hmm. I'll say, no, I'm sorry. I just don't think that's safe. And then I get, I get but this I've been doing it for six months. But daddy lets us do it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and then my heart stops and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. And I'll find out that he's been doing it for like three months. He's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're fine. And then he's like, well, how are you going to prove to me they're not fine? They've been doing it and you didn't even know. (laughs) So I was like, he's got a point. What? Well, I, I think that worry does play a huge part has a huge influence on kids and gaining their independence. So what are you worried about? Or is it, it's a different thing with every situation, right? It's a different thing with every situation. Like right now I'm concerned that there are spiders in my room because you keep fighting them. So I keep feeling things. And right now I'm worried about spiders. Look, I, (laughs) I, I don't know much about how the internet works, but if spiders can crawl through my webcam into your house, that's uh, that's some that's more advanced than the uh, the uh, the the disc brain petri dish full of brain cells. Uh, um, it would be amazing though if I could spend spiders into people's houses through my webcam. That would be a power I would really like. Um, you're right about spiders. Now, are you, so you're a big worrier. I, I I am I think like with like the walks like with the, my older daughter with like the walks with just friends which granted I lived in a much shadier neighborhood growing up and I was walking further along shadier as in more trees uh no okay <laughs> so you know not not maybe as safe as some not as safe as mm-hmm. I would consider this neighborhood um but like like that's like a stranger danger thing or what if somebody falls and gets hurt which has been eased. Like I gave her a cell phone, which some people are like, that's a terrible danger. I'm like, well, but if something happens, she could call me now. So it's kind of six and one half dozen the other. Um, Specifically with the grocery shopping thing though, I'm not actually worried that they're going to get kidnapped because I would be sitting at the front of the store. I, there's no back door to the store. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to happen that I'm afraid of legal action <laughs> that I'm afraid of getting my and and as homeschoolers we're always hyper vigilant of because people are always not I shouldn't say always but we're more likely to have people call CPS on us than other families well I mean what what, does your community have some weird laws in the book that that children can't walk around the grocery store and put things in a cart while their mom has a coffee no, I'm just so afraid of that confrontation from like the police officers. So like the well, the, like, the conversation is I'm a homeschooler. My kids are learning independence. Fuck off. That's the conversation. That would be the conversation if my husband was the one sitting in the in the cafe. And then I would probably get mad and go off on this thing. Be like they're fine, and but I just I can't I can't bring myself to. I actually. You can't bring I'm yourself con- to trust your husband to take the kids out to the grocery store. That's really oh, no. what it boils down to. No, he's. I, listen, I learned a long time ago. I can't really trust anything he does because he's going to do what he wants anyway. I once <laughs> overheard him in my kitchen. This was before we had kids. I once overheard him in the kitchen telling my mother because I was in the end of the other room. And he thought I couldn't hear him. He goes, it's easier if you just agree with her and then do what you want anyway. <laughs> it's like. He probably knew you could hear. <laughs> no, because I waited. I your mom was going. Anything. Your mom was going. Yeah, she was. She was. And then no, I waited on that one. Timing is everything, so I didn't say anything at that moment. But later on, like I, I asked him to do something a specific way, and he's like, "Okay." I said, "Is this one of those things where it's easier to agree with me and then just do what you want?" And like color kind of drained from his face. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'd be like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, so listeners, we're going to keep a track. We're going to keep track of this one too, and and figure out when those. Um, will the girls be able to do some independent grocery shopping by the? Um, let's let's try to figure out an age um, before we wrap this episode up. Um, twenty five. Can they <laughs> can they go through the grocery store and put things in the cart by themselves at twenty five? I think when the younger one is ten, I'll allow it. I would feel, don't ask me why that's the magic age, but. And how old is that going to make the older one? 13. So the, the 13 year old, because she's older, she's got to wait a uh, three years longer to have this independence. Well, she's also more likely just to wander off. Like I kind of <laughs> want her with the younger one. <laughs> well, you do have to know them as individuals. Yeah. I was like, wow. The little one tends to keep the older one like focused and on task. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. So well, okay, okay, I can go with that. Um, hey, hey, Carol's daughters, whose names I don't remember right at the moment, although I've heard them a couple times. If you're listening to this show, um, me and your dad think you should be able to do the grocery shopping. Uh, your mom disagrees with us. Um, what are your thoughts? We need to get those girls to the show sometime and see what they think about this. Um. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll notes ask them. for yeah. I'll ask, ask them today. Ask them if they want to come on the podcast and talk about it. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> hey, listeners, let's wrap this one up. Um, hey, listeners, I know you're a bunch of independent people out there. There are exactly four gazillion podcasts you could be listening to right now. And for some reason, you listened all the way to the end of this one. So, I mean, bless you. Cheers. You could you could be listening to something else. Not that I want you to, but I mean, you totally could, but you chose this. So not only are you independent, you're smart as well. So uh, thanks for that. Uh, anything you want to plug, Carol? Not at the moment, no. <laughs> I would like to plug Dishbrain. Dishbrain for all your Pong playing needs. Yeah, get back to me when it can do my taxes. This is with the Child Care Bar and Grill. Tip your weight staff. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.